1: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW group void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favorite artists and talk all things music-related, mainly hip-hop. But, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Miles Mikulski Podcast. Joining me on the phone is Taya. How are you doing?
2: Hi, I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm not too bad. I got the name right, yeah?
2: Yeah, Taya. I,
1: okay, cool. Because you know, that could have been Taya or Taya. I didn't want to get it wrong. That would yeah. have been a bad start. So for people out there who might not know much about you, um, just yeah, give us a little introduction. What should we know?
2: Um, Well, I'm Taya, I'm just an artist who's just coming up now and I've just done a track with these amazing lads, Zach Samuel and Moon Willis called Never Letting Go and yeah, it's out now.
1: Yeah, and it was kind of a crazy choice to choose like Tina Moore's track. Like, was that your idea or whose idea was that? Or Yeah.
2: No, it was um, well, the story is I'd I'd never worked with Zach or Moon, but I'd heard of Zach obviously because of, you know, wasting time and pushing on and the Caden Harden remix that he'd done. Yeah. And um so the track just got sent through and it's one of the few tracks that I haven't written that I sing. Mm. So I uh, heard it and I was like a bit hesitant at first because I don't normally like songs that I haven't had input in. Like Yeah, of course. So then but then anyway I listened to it and I was like, oh my God, love this song because I love the original Tina Moore version and the awful are remix. So yeah. I was like it's perfect It's like a complete new refix It's like something that no one has heard before Exactly And it's a bit of a shock in the chorus When the sample kicks in So I was like Oh my god I love it So basically I just fell in love with it And then of course like There's been tweaks made like, I've made tweaks They've made tweaks But it's been a process But yeah The songs all come together now And everyone loves it So yeah I'm really happy with it Yeah
1: it's really getting a good reception It only came out like, a lot September 2nd So it's been Yeah Just, just under a week and Yeah And uh, a lot of people, like, you know, places are playing it, like, blogs are kind of jumping on it, really. And you know what? It, is? it just sounds fresh. Like, obviously, the weather's not yeah. that great at the moment. Like, <laughs> it's a bit dead, but it's got that summer vibe to it. Yeah. As well. Like, and I think that will kind of roll on. Like, if you think about it, like, Artful Dodger remix and even the original came out in the 90s, and people are still playing it now. Yeah. Like, so, this song could easily just fall straight into that
2: yeah exactly it, it means something doesn't it that everyone's still playing the song so the fact that it's a completely new version and it's fresh everyone's ears it's like yeah everyone's taking them really well yeah I'm so happy
1: so with your writing process obviously you said that like you want to make sure that you have input usually into yeah. the track so how do you kind of like when you start making a track for yourself how does that work
2: um, well normally you just of in the studio, you just start with, of course, like chords and like a musical loop or even a drum loop. Yeah. And then you, need, I well, I normally just take for concept. I just take something that's happened to me or something that's happened to someone that I know that I want to vent about and that I want to get out. Yeah. And just um, yeah, just like obviously think of your melody, the tune, and then yeah, just it's kind of like just venting everything. So it can be really easy sometimes if it's something you really want to talk about,
1: but yeah.
2: if it's something a bit. You know close to your heart and a bit private then obviously it can take a while but yeah it's just about basically i think it's just about what you're feeling anyway inside and i think the more personal the songs and the more honest the songs are, that's the better they are
1: and you know what it is sometimes it must be kind of hard to get out if it's like raw emotion and it's like really really fresh yeah then sometimes adapting that to try and work it
2: yeah it's, it can be hard. like when i when i very first started writing mm-hmm. i was because I'm, I'm a really private person yeah so, I, I'd find it hard to, like, you know, bear my soul and just, like, <laughs> like pour my heart out in the room. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, you get better as the time goes on. And I'm still a private person, but when it comes to songwriting, I think you can't really be you Can't really hold back that much, so Do it's just something
1: you got to get used to, really. Do you know what it is? Is that obviously bringing a private person in life? People, you can, there's always people that can kind of get away with it, you know, like Johnny yeah. Depp and all that, like they're kind of keeping themselves under the radar, but there's always going to be that time where someone, whether it be an interviewer or someone, will just be like, <laughs> Yeah, this is a deep question. It's like, Whoa, I got a, my, <laughs> yeah. my swerve game has got to be 100 just so I can get out of that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, literally, like yeah, I was in, I was in an institute the other day, yeah, and they threw me a kickball and I was like, ooh, didn't know how to handle this. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, no, it's okay. You've just got it. You just got to be as honest as you can. Basically, that's what music's about. I think so. the yeah. more honesty, the better.
1: Well, this is a good question then. Who was your inspiration to start singing?
2: Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know because none of my family are really that musical like my mum dad my brother like, yeah. they're all tone deaf they don't play instruments oh, <laughs> like...
1: tone de how can you say jo- tone deaf that's deep <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no I think they all admit it but the only musical person is my granddad. really he plays instruments and stuff he was in a jazz band when he was young okay. but when I was growing up I never really seen that because by the time I came along he'd stopped so oh. I think it's either something that that's in my blood from him or just I grew up listening to music and I love. I was. I did dance. and I did acting. and I did musicals. So I've always been really into the arts and stuff. Okay. So I think, yeah, I think just like how I grew up and I grew up around that type of scene. So I think it's just really something down down to that.
1: Yeah. Well, it's definitely a mixture. Just, just literally, granddad mixture. Growing up listening yeah. to music. That's the best way. I think a lot yeah. of people kind of followed that suit do you know what I mean like listen who are the kind of the main key people like were there any like go-to artists like oh I've had a day or like this has been long let me just whack on that person and like everything's better
2: yeah well when <laughs> when I was like a kid
1: yeah
2: I used to literally get home from school every day and watch Dream Girls, the film <laughs> like,
1: wait wait the Beyonce not yeah like, Beyonce oh, and Jennifer okay. Hudson Okay, like, <laughs>
2: that was my film every day I could tell you that film word for word and the Songs in that film, like obviously yeah. listen by Beyonce, and I'm telling you, Jennifer Hudson, they are like literally the most emotional songs like ever to be written.
1: <laughs> do, do you know what? I did try to watch that film once and I uh I did kind of switch it off, sorry, <laughs> <laughs>
2: do you, do, it was like my favorite ever.
1: It wasn't, you know, it was a decent film to be fair. Like, I think Jennifer Hudson, like musically anyway, she was like really on point right then at that yeah. point, yeah, and obviously, was yeah, be- like
2: her peak,
1: yeah. And then Beyonce's Beyonce is Beyonce, like- right?
2: Yeah, Beyonce is obviously like a queen, but yeah and then so I think that on top of I used to go to a choir yeah. every weekend so every week I'd go and sing a different song from Dream Girls okay. <laughs> in the
1: choir Do you know? could you get away with that because like they used to be kind of dodgy with the music back then you know it, <laughs> they weren't letting people sing like Dream Girls in gospel oh no <laughs> oh no it
2: wasn't a gossip it wasn't a gossip it was just like a kind of a choir that I used to go with Go to with my mates, so it was like it was like in the Methodist Centre by my house. I used to go and like sing a song that we liked, so then we'd sing a song all together. It wasn't nothing really formal; it was just like you no know, was something like for the kids to go to. Okay. So I used to sing on paper songs there, and then basically I think that choir is basically what like molded me and made me realise that I wanted to do like something serious with singing. Okay. But I don't know if there was one like pivotal artist or like moment. I think it was just. Me as a person, like mm. enjoying it more than thinking, well, if I'm gonna do something for a living, then I will as well do something that I love. So,
1: well, you know, there's like everyone has their own different stories, and you know, sometimes it isn't just one artist, sometimes it's a bunch of people, do you yeah, know what I mean? or it's just, yeah, exactly. And for you, that Dream Girls DVD, Blu ray, it's a point <laughs>
2: <laughs> literally life,
1: but um, yeah, so what well, you know, going back to the, the track Never Letting Go, then. Yeah. Um, Is there a video for it? There's no video plans or what's what's going on for that.
2: Yeah, there is a video coming out. Yeah it's it's kind of um it's really cool i've seen it for the first time today okay it's um just like a story of you know a, a love story about a boy and a girl and the complications and stuff and yeah it's just cool
1: okay but, uh, yeah that, you know that was such cool. a polished answer as well i just kept it short sure, sweet i didn't tell you
2: nothing
1: else i know <laughs> ah, you <got> <laughs>
2: not
1: <laughs> so you are you in london at the moment or have you are you back up in liverpool
2: i am back up in liverpool at the minute but i'm um, moving to London full time in literally like two weeks.
1: <laughs> okay, how does it feel?
2: To be moving, it's yeah. scary because like, I'm 18 so I still live at home. Yeah. So to be moving out of my mum's house and to a different city, Yeah. It's, it's daunting but I'm, Literally in London every week. Like I'm in London more than I'm home, so it's like about time okay. I made the move.
1: Yeah, obviously that the uh, money to travel back to Liverpool is kind of far still. Yeah. So it's yeah, it'll be good. Like, what part are you kind of looking forward to the most? Like working in the studios or just roaming around?
2: Yeah, well, I've been I've been working in the studio in London since I was literally like 12 or 13.
1: Okay, so you're so a yeah, yeah, seasoned like, veteran.
2: Yeah, that's just like second nature to me now. But um, I'm excited just, you know, to be actually on the scene and not have to worry about train times and be able to go and do stuff and, like, go to gigs and go to parties and stuff, which I haven't been able to do before. So that's exciting.
1: Yeah, well, as long as you've got someone there that's, like, you know, making sure you're all yeah. right. Because London, like, I've never been to Liverpool before. To be fair, no, I haven't been. You know what? I am bad with geography, like, and I'll tell you if I if Liverpool's no such thing as Liverpool Football Club or Everton, yeah, (laughs) I would not be able to tell you where Liverpool is. (laughs) It's, I'm being honest, (laughs) that's hilarious. But London mentality has got me strong, but um, yeah, do you know what? Talking about Liverpool though, music wise, um, Mike Lowry, oh, yeah, yeah, like, what's your relationship with them?
2: Yeah, well, I was speaking with the choir before. Like, they all went to the same choir. I think they went to my school. Okay, I've known them since I was. Li- I've known some of them since I was literally a kid. And um, like most of my life, and they are said, you see, like the nicest boys you'll yeah. we'll ever meet, and so talented.
1: Yeah, they are. They're sick. and Obviously, they got the Justin Bieber Purpose tour now. Yeah, European. I'm, days.
2: I'm made up for them. I'm so excited for them. Like, it's about time they got like a big break like this. And I'm so made up I couldn't be happier. It couldn't have happened to like a nicer bunch and a more talented bunch of lads. So
1: yeah, well, all of, all, all of you are doing bits. If you're all in that same group, like who yeah. else? Who else are we looking for? Then who else is coming up? <laughs>
2: Well, out of um, out of Liverpool there's a few of the bands. They um they kinda just started making their own stuff called um, Little Grace. They okay. have like boy bands and they're sick, they're so good. They're kinda like um like a soul like a soul kind of band. Yeah. But the the Lee vocalist bands has got the most amazing voice and they're definitely something to look for
1: that you know lately jumping onto her and uh, finding them straight away <laughs> ah, definitely. but with you then so obviously you had Red Light track that came out earlier on this year yeah and that went down really well that was getting big plays all over the place as well
2: yeah
1: and what's coming up next then so you've got this track which obviously I know I'm asking this track's just come out it sounds very patient right now but <laughs> what else is coming up from you then
2: uh, well, yeah, it's, uh, so I've got the Red Light one and the second Moon one. Yeah. And basically, I'm just working on my own stuff now at the minute. I'm just like in the studio, you know, perfecting all my songs and making sure that I'm proud of everything that I can release. Yeah. So I've got an EP coming out soon that should be coming out like in the next month or so. Okay. And um, that's just like five, like about five songs, which I've been working on for a while and I'm really, really proud of. And I think they like, like, kind of explain what I'm about yeah. and where I'm at musically so I'm really excited for that and then after that it's just you know working towards the album and singles and stuff so yeah it's a, it's an exciting time
1: what, have you got an exact date? I'm, I'm, I'm reaching I'm reaching
2: no uh, not an exact date <laughs> but you know it should be around about a month's time
1: okay so it's not that long though. that's, yeah, I thought you was going to be like oh yeah that's coming out 2017
2: like <laughs> I'm gonna make Well, sure hopefully me. not. <laughs>
1: That's alright then. So, uh, festival seasons and that, have you been around much or have you kind of just been working in the studio and more?
2: yeah i've done i've done um i've done a few festivals actually i've done um i just did this one called fusion festival in Liverpool, which is really cool okay they had like headliners, headline as well like like craig david and high temper people like that that's so good that's cool yeah uh, yeah i did this this stage the urban forest stage it's by copperberg yeah and it was really cool it was really busy and that was good but um i've done a little mini tour with no disciples yeah the dj so i did um what did I do I did SW4 in yep. London and Reading Fest Leeds Fest and Cleanfield okay. with them so that was really cool
1: did you enjoy SW4 yeah
2: it was really good see
1: I got there. what day did you do
2: the
1: Saturday. Yeah, like, what time were you on? Cause I went on the Saturday. Yeah, I was there for an hour.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You were there for an hour. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it was bad. Cause you know what? I was I was out. And I was in the pub, and then I drank too much. Uh, I was one of them. Yeah, and then got there at like six thirty, and then I was there, and I was like a bit too too. Oh, uh,
2: okay. Yeah, I think I sang. I sang a bit earlier. I sang at like four o'clock. Okay. Uh, but it was busy. Like there was the main stage, and it was chock It was like. So full, and everyone loved it, and everyone was dancing. So can't really ask for more, can you?
1: It's exactly. It's definitely a vibe, and obviously, as the more you perform out on the stage, especially like SW4 and the Festival Fusion first, like yeah. more people get to know you. Anyway, you know. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's really, even though with Disciples, I wasn't singing my own song. I was singing "How Your sure Love" for them. Yeah, like. I've got a boss relationship with them boys so yeah. on stage we were, tra- we were having a dead good time and like they were talking me up and now it's just like expo- it's exposure for everyone isn't it really so exactly it was irritable it was really good
1: alright so I'll leave it on this last one yeah this okay. last question dream collaboration
2: I thought I, just,
1: I think I fling that in
2: there <laughs> Um, dream collaboration oh my god it's so hard
1: you can make it you can reach as far as you want with this as well you know
2: okay there is so many people, my mind is just going to shock her,
1: uh.
2: Um Team collab, probably someone like Frank Ocean. Okay. Or I am obsessed with Common's voice, so I think it has to be Common.
1: Do you know what? I've not heard anyone, yeah, <laughs> anyone ever drop a collaboration with Common. So you're like definitely the first.
2: <laughs> That's a good thing.
1: But you know what? He hasn't dropped something in a while though.
2: I know that's, that's what make it that's what make it more special
1: though. Hey, that's like exposure, like extra exposure right there, you know. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> like that would be good. I'm not going Frank Ocean, like also that would be cool. Like, yeah. Frank Ocean's got the, you know the two. Well, he's got blonde out and endless. Like, it's so sick. Did you like both of them?
2: I, that obviously they take a bit. They're a bit mad, so they take a bit again used to, but I love them. I just love any in the Frank does So.
1: All right, so, you're, you're definitely a Frank fan?
2: Yes. I can't say one.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know what? Like, Channel Orange took me three years to like. Really? Yeah.
2: Oh my God, no, I literally could tell you all the words Chan Orange like right now. It's just, that's the only thing I listened to when it came out, like that album on teeth.
1: <laughs> <beast. laughs> you know what? Don't, don't though, because you, you, you used to keep your voice on point.
2: <laughs> that's,
1: the main, that's the main bit. I like, you know what it was? It's like when this album came out, Blonde especially, I was like, oh. Kendrick Lamar's on it I did I kind of reached I did that I was like Kendrick Lamar Beyonce I went onto the tracks I didn't hear any of them Oh my god And I was a bit upset But I like it? was it uh, Skyline 2 yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, pink and white. I think for me, they're the best ones. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: don't know. I don't know what my favourites are. So I kind of, I kind of, I listen to albums as albums. You know what I mean? So it's really rare that I know the names of songs. I just know the words. Yeah,
1: yeah. That makes it makes more sense. If you're a singer, it's the first step is knowing the words. So yeah. <laughs> you
0: know
1: what I mean, as long as the words are a point. Sometimes if the keys off, you know, if the throat gets a bit scratchy, as long as you know the yeah. words, you can yeah, slide through. Yeah, definitely. It. But thank you for chatting to me today. I really oh, appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. No worries. When you're in London, yeah, come through the studio.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, and if you get any of music that comes through, just send it my way. I'll drop you a follow yeah. on Twitter now.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Okay, it's it. Sorted. All right, that is it. That's the interview with Tyler done. Uh-huh. Make sure you keep it locked. I'll see you guys in a bit. Peace.
0: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Go to biooptimizerscom slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from BiOptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz, and I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts.